So what's been going on? What's how was your life? Life is uh, changing. Life is uh, changing so much. Uh, when we thought that everything was settled, uh, you need to uh, reinvent yourself again and again and again. And while you are reinventing yourself, you need you need to do it again. Quite challenging for the last year. I guess. Yes, one year. It's been a long, I mean, I always say it's a 15-month 2020 that we're in right now. And I think a lot of people are pretty exhausted, um, and uh, especially in the e-com space where it's, I don't know how you feel, but we feel like it's just, we're pedaling faster and faster and faster. But it's like people, you know, we keep getting this push to go even faster than that, right? And at some point, you kind of fly off the side a little bit. We've definitely been going through some of that. Yeah, you guys are pretty similar. Super, super social, very close. I remember seeing everyone in Spain. You guys are the you guys are the same family like we are. Exactly, and going hanging out and, and doing stuff together and stuff. I mean, there is one thing that I'm suffering a lot that is a, a the ambience communication. You know, that like a you go to office and you get noticed about things that are happening without just even talking about them. You know. One of the interesting things that we did was Slack went down was like a month and a half ago, Karen, and we made a decision to switch to Discord for the time being. Have you ever used Discord before, Nacho? Yeah, yeah. My kids are Discord uh, addicts. I have a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old and a 9-year-old kid. So what to tell? Well, we use it for voice room. So we just have the voice room set up so the team can go in there and chat and just kind of leave the voice thing on. And as they have questions, they raise it. And that's that's been the closest thing that I felt of sort of that, like you mentioned, that ambient noise or just sort of hearing what a rumbling of another department is. We we kept it and we love it. Like the support team's sitting there and then the sales teams, they just never shut up. So they're just in there happy to talk to someone. Well, you can see people in the rooms as well, can't you? So it's like having a meeting room scenario where you can kind of see people talking because you miss that as well. I, I miss, I mean, we met with uh, Rob Long yesterday for drinks in Austin. It's the first time I'd kind of seen someone in the e-com space outside of the team in a year. And it, I said to him, it's nice just to be able to joke around and, you know, mess about without having to justify everything that you're saying because, you know, you you can, you, your eye movements, your, you know, the, your body movements and everything else give the context. So when you're sitting on Zoom, you're basically all the time, like you make a joke and then you go, that was a joke. Even though, like you said, like in Discord, you know, you are listening things. I mean, I was like uh, in my office sometimes. I just, I was just standing up and sneaking conversation, you know, like uh, people having phone conversations that you don't need to, even to attend, that you know everything what it's all about. That if a client is calling and someone is hanging at the phone and replying to the client, you just, you realize, oh, this is this client, you know, blaming or 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 or, or I don't know, like uh, congratulate or, or happy or, or crazy about things. So you, you don't need to have a meeting about that now. Everything that happens, pop up a meeting about 15 minutes, 30 minutes with you that totally takes your attention 100% on that for that period of time, nothing else. This is the thing that I'm suffering the most uh, right now because Mondays and Tuesdays, even though I'm not in the, I don't know, day-by-day stuff, uh, there are some things that I need still, you know, to get moving on the company. How many people are you now? And we should introduce you, by the way. Okay, I'm Ignacio Riesco. I'm uh, from Spain. I'm uh, CEO of, Inter- of the famous, world-famous Interactive 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this um, e-commerce uh, boutique uh, consultancy company uh, based in uh, Spain. This 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 crazy country. 
main office is in uh, residential city around Madrid in the northwest. It's called uh, Las Rozas. And, uh, but we have another beautiful office in Barcelona. And uh, right now, the only office that is really working is like uh, people going there from time to time, Thursdays only, is the one that we have in, uh, in Barcelona. And uh, yeah, people, people is moving out of the city, uh, coming back to their roots. Uh, I think that it's uh, pretty reasonable. Uh, their money buy much more in, you know, outside of the big cities than, than in the capital or in Barcelona. So I think it's very, very convenient to move. Yeah. I mean, firstly, like just on, you know, we're about 60 people as well. Like you, it always fluctuates a little bit. We're kind of moving up the ranks there, but the, um, the, uh, I'd say, you know, don't take everything on yourself, right? And learn to switch off from it because that's a lot of people. And if you've grown pretty fast in the last four months, um, I don't know. I'm learning to let go of some of the the things that I can't control, right? Or what I can't get to. And I think you have to when you're running a company. So don't forget that you've got to live life as well, my friend, you know? We do need to. We do, we do as a person, as an individual, I think that we... I think that we need to take care of other stuff as well, like uh, regular people, you know, like, um, I mean, uh, humans, uh, family, going out, exercising. But the thing is, is that uh, you can't take care of them unless you take care of yourself. And like, that's something that I've come to realize is that, you know, like I have to bring my best self to work. And uh, and I think, uh, but it's tough, right? And especially when you're juggling like a big change of, people getting in, just building out the infrastructure that supports that amount of people. Do you find that as well? You must do, right? Yeah, I think that uh, also we need to we need, we need to draw a line between give guidance to people or be responsible for things or being the one that is exactly doing the job. There are different levels of, of, of uh, responsibility. Very well said. You know, and um, sometimes if the level of execution done by yourself is setting the standard and they start high, you know, you sometimes you have a problem because also sometimes people get scared about, you know, not being able to reach that level sometimes. And um, I, I think that at the end, you know, we just need to be focused and people, even the execution is not the best. It's like a, taking the good decisions. I think... Making good decisions, it's it's much more important because you can work on the execution. If you at the end are working with people that are not taking good decisions, you know, uh, trying to teach people to take this decision under the same circumstances, I mean, it's it's much more difficult that you know trying to hire people that make good decisions. Even they, if the execution is not the best, you can provide tools or or mentor them or guide them in order to. To, to 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 make it better every day but if your brain is not structured the way to to in a certain you know context to 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 make good decisions that's that's pretty much the thing that I'm trying to avoid and how do you hire for that nacho I don't hire anymore um, I'm trying not to hire anymore I think that I have a, an excellent a team already and the only things that we are trying to do is just accommodating the current family that we have in the middle management uh trying to get talent uh, but pretty specific to be placed in in exactly the areas that we lack uh, in expertise 
and uh, the rest uh, we just work with a couple of uh, very nice companies that can you know um, give us the power in order to make productivity in terms of hours. That's that's pretty much the the, the 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 new business model that we that we do. And then are you guys are you guys moving outside of Spain at all with remote being such a thing? Like are you guys going to embrace internet like going out because that's one of the things we're kind of fighting with because we want the office to open we want the world to go back to normal so we can get back into some sort of office we have the the, the bad luck of having a very pretty advanced uh, country in terms of e-commerce mm-hmm. i mean i don't know people say that spain blah blah, blah. i mean we have uh, sarah we have a uh, mango we have a uh, very big retailers here we do know about the e-commerce but the industry itself is not as mature as in, in, in the United States or in the UK or in the Netherlands or Germany. So imagine if we were something like an Ukrainian or, or Croatian or, or Polish uh, company that they don't know that their, 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 their current local market is not that big like as Spain, you know, so they just need to look outside. So they build their companies in order to sell the services abroad. Right. Okay. They have it by, by nature inside their genes, you know, about that they need to sell themselves outside. I think that we are pretty much advanced than any other maybe companies because we need to deal with big, big troubles, big problems and uh, facing, uh, you know, like uh, changes inside uh, for the local market. So we face it very pretty closely we were not you know aimed to to sell our services outside of spain and right now this is the first top priority uh, in spain for example we you name any any resource any resource you put a rate any rate whatever for the local market i can sell top services outside of spain and the figure is sometimes double and sometimes triple for the same effort and risk i miss spain uh like uh i remember the event that you did uh when was that 2019 september was it yeah i think that was uh september november something like that yes it was just after eu live um we actually me and quentin and i think meredith at the time was gonna drive from amsterdam down to you and we'd been doing event after event after event and I was a miserable sod and said, no, I just want to go back to England for a couple of days and then fly to you. And then when we come to you, I remember just being completely exhausted at that event. I was, I was, I remember it was like 10 o'clock in the evening and everyone was going out partying and I was like, I'm dead. Like I'm going to sleep. And now that's one of the biggest regrets of my life. Worse than the third child decision no i'm joking it's a it's it's a it's a big regret of mine that we did not go out and party like crazy that evening i know you went out right like um after the go-karting wasn't it yeah nacho rented a go-kart uh stadium like an arena where everyone could ride go-karts it was insane everybody got to ride a go-kart too and they had it was like a grand prix tournament i've never seen it was one of the coolest things ever you know how to uh you definitely know how to throw an event and you also i think that you're um I would say one like one of the key people that's um, promoted inclusivity and, and that in, uh, ecosystem uh, approach and just being friendly to everybody, even other agencies that maybe you're competing with, and just bringing them, you know, together. And 
there's not many in the Magento community like you, my friend. Um, and now Ben's gone. I mean, you basically are it. You're it. <laughs> that's that's too that's too much. It's true, though. You you you've been a gr- great fella over the years. I fall in love. I fall in love with the with this. Uh, I, I went to uh, Magento Developers Paradise the first. You know, in, in Ibiza. 2010? I think it was 11. I think that was not in the one that was in Palma. It was the, the, the following one. And I just jumped. I don't, I don't remember you. Yeah, I don't remember you at the first one. Yeah, I do. I do remember myself. Do you remember me? I was in Mallorca. <laughs> the, the one that was after the volcano. No, you, you were in Mallorca. But in the following one, you, you sent some guy that is a good friend of myself from uh, from uh, WebSoapups. Josh? Yeah, Josh, who cut his foot open on the boat and got blood everywhere. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, he did a great job of getting very drunk at that event, as I recall. You can't believe the ambience, uh, the the atmosphere that we had there. You know, everybody was in the beginning of Magento, people coming from many places. I mean, I, I just, I, I was just totally like, a, wow, what, 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 what is this? You know, everybody has exactly the same feeling, trying to share about uh, business, about procedures, about uh, technology, uh, trying to, uh, I, I don't know, be so open and uh, have been in Ibiza, having a beer, uh, talking about everything, but so talented people in the same place. I was learning a lot about many different stuff for one week. I fall in love. I fall in love with this concept and I, I, I said to myself, I, this is the thing that I want, you know, I, I want to, I want to invest my time in this. I want to invest my time and effort in trying to, I don't know, being someone that can connect with uh, that talented people with the same purpose for, 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 for the next years, you know, and this is exactly something that I, that I, that I needed to, I, I needed to dig, you know, a little bit more about it. And then, you know, we went to remember X Commerce in 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 San Francisco. Yeah, I meet you there for the first time. We had a party, and then we went to to Las Vegas to uh, suddenly pop up a couple of meet Magentos around um, Poland, and then I decided to me to to make my own meet Magento, and I then uh, I I I met Kimberly. I jumped into a company in the, in the New York from one day to another. Yeah. And uh, I was doing the Meet Magento uh, New York, and then I was, but everything, you know, was so easy. Yeah. So easy. It was great. And it was, I think the thing people, you know, like it's very easy to talk about the events and the drinking and the getting together and everything. But I think the big thing for us was, uh, and, and there was an undertone of business all the time, right? But there was also an undertone of mentorship. Like you were able to be over in Spain and build this company and meet with other CEOs just like me, right? And we were all learning off of each other. Like that's the kind of, you know, you are the average of the five people you most hang out with, right? And it's true, right? Like if, but we were able to, to build off of each other, but not just by business, but, but also by like just that mentorship and us challenging each other and talking about stuff at these events. And some of that was in, you know, on a boat and some of that was in Vegas and, and, and I don't know, I don't regret any of the decisions we made there. We had a, I always said to Quentin, it's about the journey as much as like, um, you know, Climbing up the the mountain. Exactly. I don't want to be a startup that all we care about is getting to the top. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I think that were a couple of things that just happened. 
by themselves. Uh, we were earning good money. I mean, uh, I'm, let's be honest. Speak for yourself. I'm still skin. <laughs> but uh, we were not efficient as a company. We were like, uh, you know, playing in a field that was not even uh, built. Uh, at that time and uh, everything boom up and I think that uh, all the things that are happening right now with uh, Magento e-commerce and stuff like that is that we just uh, growing up all of us we were like uh, kids weren't we we're like teenagers and uh, like Shopify like they kind of make it out like they're the first people to do this like we were doing that back 10 years ago right there's no difference right like the the whole millennial thing and everything else I mean it's the same cycle. I truly believe, and this is not the first time that I say that, that we are part of the uh, M generation. What's that? That we built something that we need to be proud of. Yeah. I think that M generation, there's a couple of people that, uh, you know, that, I mean, a, a group, a very big group of people that you can mention that uh, I think that we should be proud of what we did and what we accomplished at that time and uh, till now. And uh, we need to be happy about uh, what what we did and this is exactly you know what is uh, making us uh, stepping up right now from the position that we are yeah uh, in one direction or another can be good can be bad i mean time time will will judge but at the end this is the situation that we have and uh, we just need to move on and uh, looking forward for the next if it's needed to be done by us it's okay if it's needed to be done by someone else press yeah you know i mean i think that is something that just happened and we need to be happy and remember that I really feel like I was part of something and I was belonging to something that was not named as an association or, or, or federation or whatsoever. And, I wa- and we were very happy all together to be at the same level with no direction. With, and I just, well, it was just called a community. Do you think that magic could come back to the, to the Magento space? Like, do you think that lightning's gone or do you think you can catch that in a bottle again? I think that you cannot put loss to, to community itself i think that um, a community that comes from something from a project that was open source that everybody was having exactly the same uh, focus on um, building something great together and all the you know surroundings of it call it events call it uh, making something uh, nice or being part of something like this it's very difficult to put some rules on it. Yeah. Have an organization that can dictate or, or organize or making the laws of it is pretty difficult as itself because this is a community. And community is something that should be free. So what is happening right now is that we've grown up. We have bills. We have uh, kids. We have uh, more responsibilities. We... There is uh, too much money involved. There are big companies. There are big projects. There are, I mean, compare the project, compare selling extensions about, I don't know, 90, uh, 90 pounds uh, license one shot than, you know, uh, selling a service in the cloud for all the platforms in the, in the earth like you do. I mean, this is this is crazy transformation. I always think of Karen as being like just like this crazy person for like packing up a fantastic job to like go and chase Magento. But then like hearing you talk, I'm like, oh yeah, there was like 50, 100, 200 of you guys that thought, yeah, you know what? Why don't we just do this? Like, and that to me is like a, a movement that I don't see. Like, I don't see anyone doing that for another platform. 
I don't see that sort of. I think people are doing it still. I mean, I, I see it. I do see it. But I don't think at that level, that level of dedication. I think that at the end, you know, there were people trying to control and this control, the, thing, the only thing that uh, did was uh, killing, killing, killing the thing by itself. Yeah, because it has to be natural. It has to be organic. It can't be forced. I think that you cannot pull limitations. For, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little story, okay? This is something that is totally. I mean, I, I can I can teach Magento history in in uh, in the I don't know in Massachusetts Institute if it's if it's needed. Okay. Sit around, kids. There was a girl, you know, that was uh, invited to to talk in a in a mid in a mid Magento in the mid Magento New York the first time. You know, everybody was so upset about mid Magento New York. Nobody. I mean, there was a block by Magento. No agency going to Mid Magento, New York. This is oh, Mid Magento, New York cannot be uh, happening. And I mean, Mid Magento event cannot happen in uh, in a New York in a, in the U.S. soil. It's uh, let's bet it. No, no, yeah, yeah. Calling calling the agencies, calling everyone not to sponsor. <laughs> a lot of things happen. One day I was playing all the, all those things, but we made it happen. And there was one girl that was going to give a speech that was called Karen. And was one of the speeches that uh, Karen didn't, didn't you know, like, uh, because one of the agreements was that, like, uh, everybody needed to send the speech before uh, the, the event happening, you know, because Magento needed to review was one of the agreements. Why? Because there was one guy in the mid-Magento Germany a couple of uh, months ago that they made, like, a blown up about the enterprise and so on, and everybody was upset about that. So everybody was pointing mid-Magento as the... I don't know, the cancer of Magento enterprise, you know? And uh, and imagine that in the U.S. soil. So there was a girl called Karen that uh, made her speech. Uh, I don't know if you know about it. So she was explaining what was the process and how it was all the Magento marketplace at that time. And what was, but not only explaining the real problem that it has, explaining how she was seeing the evolution and the, the possibility of making it happen in a right way. So giving the solution itself. And this was exactly all, all the community spirit that we, that, that, that we were expecting, you know, for, from those events. Telling the good, but telling the bad, and also, you know, trying to put a solution on that. This is progress. Because you cannot make progress if you just hide the problems. Or you cannot find, uh, or you cannot solve a problem if you don't know that you have it. Because, and there is a lot of ways that you can notice that you have a problem. Maybe someone tell you, or you realize that are the, the, the two ways of, of knowing. But if you are so focused in something, maybe you are going to miss that you have a problem. Maybe someone can just come to you and tell you that you have a problem and listen. These are the solutions that are put on the table in order to happen. So, after the Meet Magento, uh, we had a problem with the videos. So there was no video recorded for that. I think I stopped the video and I didn't give the speech beforehand, which is gener generally my tack on speaking. is I, I say no video and I'm not giving you it before and I'm not publishing it after. So there's not that many videos of me out there, which is a good thing. Yes. But it, it's the way to have a conversation, I think, with... Um, what I like about it when you do that is that, um, and the reason I do it is that I don't want to be taken out of context, right? I don't want clips to come out that just lift a little bit because you have to listen to the whole of what I'm saying, right? But also I believe in that, like, I agree, like, 
I've always said this, my job is not to be liked, right? My job is to move my business forward and this ecosystem forward. Like that's my job. My job is not to make friends, you know, and it's never been to make friends. It's to pay ultimately all of our mortgages, right? And I, and I think you, that sometimes you need to be brave enough, and I think you've done this as well, to be able to, in a way, put your own business second to the ecosystem. And I know, like, we've both done that where we've stood up and we've been counted. But I think in the long term, what happens is there's a greater respect and understanding, you know, that comes from that. But the immediate reaction is often, and we've both had it, right? One where people go, be quiet, right? Like you're affecting this, you're, you're damaging that. And it's like, yeah, look, we can all worry about the short tail side of this, but long term, this is what's going on. I think you kind of need to know about that. And I feel like both of us, along with others, have, we have this constant kind of back chatter conversation about the strategic direction of Magento. And we have an inherent interest in that being successful, correct? Magento's success ties to our success, probably me less so now, but certainly yourself, right? And I, I would say to us to a degree, we still have a great number of customers on Magento. I don't, I don't know. Maybe the feeling that in my case, uh, the feeling was like I gave, Magento gave to me too much that I needed to respect it in uh, in many different ways. Yeah. Try not to, let's say, not punishing it for things that were happening or not even blame it for, 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 you know, uh, you know, different situations that are, that I, that happened in, in my life. So I think that this kind of respect uh, is is something that there is still, you know, going on uh, in myself in many companies still. And I I, I think that uh, I really admire, you know, people coming with a problem and also giving the solution. I mean, I don't like people coming to my desk, which is the problem that, you know, it's like a I don't know, you shit on my on my desk and then you go. I mean, I, yeah, I need to clean it. No, I'm not, Come to me with a problem and at least, you know, bring me two solutions. Even one of its solutions can be like I kill the client. It's okay. Let's barbecue him. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I, I give them, you know, just easy option. You know, it's, 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 an, uh, it's, it's an option. I think that I, I learned that, you know, by trying to understand which, which are the intentions of people giving speeches. There are speeches on the, on the, on the, on the events that are totally useless or others that are commercial ones but i think that um this speech that you did in in, in new york was uh, totally inspiring for many people you know to me i was the first one you did huh? i i think i've done a few before but never recorded but not that important in your city no? not that particular talk i only did that talk once and then i bend it yeah, that was the first one that made that kind of impact. I've done a, I've done a few since that, that that kind of hit home in the Magento land. I'm not as nice as, as Nacho, just so you know. He's he's the nice version. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not that. So uh, he's a much more rounded soul than me. I'm a bitter, twisted English person. So <laughs> that's why you have a slightly different view on it. I'm the Latin version of Karen. <laughs> Maybe I can talk to this a little bit. So uh, we spoke. Um, at the start of COVID, well, just before actually it kicked off in the US, like, because it hit Spain earlier. And, you know, like, that just, you could see it run through. And obviously, because we've got this ecosystem, you could see it roll through, right? Like, it hit China and then it started. I think, like, for me, like, Italy was another key point, right, where it hit. 
and then going over into Spain. And, and I remember being on the phone with Nacho and you were just like, I don't know, I, I we were in shock, right? Like you were in shock. I mean, it's one of the hardest conversations I remember from the start of COVID was talking to you and, and understanding your situation and being feeling so helpless in that, right? And at that point, none of us knew where our businesses were going. I mean, we, we were worrying about our staff. I mean, Quentin was very much in the mix there of, like, we didn't know what was going to go on with e-commerce. We didn't even know you were going to be able to ship. We didn't know anything, right? Were, was all manufacturing going to shut down? Were we still going to get the supply chain still work? Yeah, yeah supply chain was totally, totally um, unstable. Yeah, we were reading blogs about what was happening in China to figure out if stuff was still moving. We were like, we've worked on these businesses, you know, for all this time. You know, it was just getting thrown away. I mean, it literally felt like, but then on top of that, you were seeing other business owners, and I'm sure you felt this and feel this now, right? Other other business owners, like in our success, right? We've done all right through this, as it turns out. But you look around you and you see these business owners with their doors shuttered and their businesses just slammed. And it's very, very difficult in my mind to sit here and go, we did a good job, blah, blah, blah. No, we were damn lucky. And that's all it was. And if the winds had been different, we would have been shot down as well. And I think that the reality of that, when you run in your company, you're very used to being in control. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know what you felt. And it, it, for me, it's a longstanding thing, that lack of control and knowing that something from outside could just blow my business apart has definitely affected me long term. Do you, do you feel that as well? I remember the conversation uh, that I had with, uh, with my team. We made a rule that every day from our house, we needed to have a daily meeting, all people together. This is something that, you know, stands for something like, a, I don't know, two months, something like that, because at the end, it's kind of a messy and was a good um, thing, you know, to, to keep people together at the beginning. And if someone, you know, got sick or, or needed a pro or had any problem, someone else can, you know, Take something from 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 this part and leave it him, you know, to rest or or burned out or something. I mean, and I remember one day in the late days, something like uh, let's say May or or beginning of June, that we 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 made a recap about all the things that were happening since March. And uh, I said that I simply think that uh, we just won the lottery. We were the only sector in in many that uh, that totally f***ed up there's people like uh then they cannot go to work they cannot uh do anything and the only ones that can you know continue for you know your brain sanity you, you need to do something because if you don't do something you get you get sick if you if you're coming from an activity about i don't know 10 hours working every day at this level and then you suddenly stop working in a restaurant or something like that you go to your house and doing nothing for three four months you 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 get sick it's not only in terms of uh, money, economics, or financing, you know, or what you can do, you know, with uh, with with your family to 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 feed them or, or whatsoever. It's 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 more than that. I, I think that we we got lucky, and I try to build this uh, concept inside the company as a positive thing in order to overcome different situations that were, you know, like are working too much from home because we we had nothing else to do. I mean, than work. So where there were people that were. I don't know, like working 14, 15 hours a day. So I remember you saying like, okay, I'm going to just do um, weekdays or four days. Remember that? So we established that something like a week before. 
but we didn't say anything. And I said, listen, I mean, this is just a common sense. You know, at the end, you are making more hours a week. Everybody's going to be uh, overrun, overload, uh, burnt out. So let's make weeks of, of, of four days. Let's put another day in the middle that can be, you know, for free, like Wednesdays, for example. We begin, we begin with Wednesdays, you know, to have two, one, two, or having the Fridays or or depending on how the, you know, bank holidays were at that time, we were just moving days from from one week to another. Are you still doing that? or I think that uh, right now we are pretty accurate with the hours. Yeah. We have a rule internally that is uh, you need to... Uh, is the 35 uh, rule 35 are the hours that you need to that you need to do a week and uh, no more no less than that yeah that's pretty cool and uh everybody that is um, tracking more than 35 hours there is an alarm internally that uh if it's a final stage of delivery of a project we can just approve but um we need to be very careful how many hours are you doing me yeah that's top secret uh, figure. Are you on a multiple of 35? I know. I was going to say, you got it. Mate, that's the thing. People don't ever ask the CEO what hours they're doing. But uh, let me tell you, make sure you get those weekends off, mate, because you need them, right? I see there are people coming to Spain. I noticed that there were some uh, some German people going to holiday in Spain and Mallorca. Is that starting to open back up? Are you guys starting to be able to sit around and, you know, do your thing? No, no. I mean, the only thing that is open right now, it's a little bit more is Madrid, but it's going to be closed again because we they are going to try to avoid people moving from one area to another. So they are going to lock down again the country for one week in the Holy Week. So this way people will not uh, move themselves. So right now you can go to restaurants till 11. You can go party till 11. It was very crazy because uh, last week uh, I went like a... Having the, the, I had a party and I, and I went like out like I, I was doing before at 3 a.m. How'd that feel? How was that hangover the next day? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going out at 3 a.m. 3 till 6 or 7 a.m. That was more or less the schedule in Spain. You know, when you go out, you you, got, you you go to a restaurant, you finish at midnight, then you have a couple of drinks and then you go to this at 2 or 3 a.m. This is more or less the, the thing that we used to do before, you know. But uh I finished lunch and I jumped into a club. <laughs> People are totally fucked up at uh, four or five in the in the in the day, and then they, they close at eleven. So what you got to do, you got to do it to live. I mean, I know with uh, with such a close culture, you know, I, when we've I've went to Spain a couple times and I went to work. You know, there's there's nothing like you know you sit down with a group of people and then it's like they're your brother, sister, mom, and dad. It's such a nice thing. It's a, it's like a warm comfort blanket. Yeah, I think um, once things reopen and you know the vaccines come in, right? I know Europe's a bit behind, you know, the UK, US thing, but like it's rolling out like crazy over here. I mean, they're opening it up to all Texan adults next week. Um, over half of the UK is done. Like, I think like you guys are going to be getting that pretty damn soon. And I will say that. Um, I certainly can speak for England that uh, I hope you like the English because I think they're going to be invading you big time when Spain reopens. And uh, we're seeing like a, a pop back, you know, like in, uh, coming over the horizon, right? Like it's like the the kind of roaring 20s, right, of the 1920s that people are saying it's going to be the same. And I think people are going to come out and, you know, it's like I said about that party and that event, right? Like you want to stay awake till three and six in the morning. I'm there with you every single damn night because we're basically we're going to appreciate life so much more than than maybe we did before right like you're going to see scenery and 
appreciate it. Whereas I think before we would take a picture and put it on Instagram and move on. <laughs> like that's how we got a little bit, you know, and I, I, I feel like now we're going to put down a camera and actually live in the real a little bit more because we've had so much of seeing it on Instagram and not being able to be there. So like, make sure you keep your chin up, right? Like I think, uh, you know, Spain's going to bounce man back from this pretty strong. I reckon. I know. I know it's. I know it's tough over there. I mean, it's been tough everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, keep your chin up, man. Right? Like you, and you're doing well. Look, you're growing in adversity. Let's be honest, right? You're keeping it moving. The company's going well. Like you've got everything to look forward to. And I think just looking at Magento itself, my view is is that. Um, and we're seeing it, you know, in the acquisition space, right? A lot of the big agencies are buying the smaller agencies, but the actual Adobe ecosystem, if you can set yourself as a prominent player and you're the number one agency in Spain, then, you know, it's all to play for because, uh, you know, the, the, they need, Adobe needs companies like yours and the ecosystem needs companies like yours. So I think you're in a great position moving forward. Yeah. And then we, we, we made a little bit of uh, change as well in the company that uh, we just got the blue ribbon. Oh, there we go. So we got approval from uh, Salesforce as well. We talked about Commerce Cloud at Meet Magento Spain. I think that was under wraps back then, but I remember chatting with you about that. Yeah, yeah. It was a long journey about, you know, getting the approval. It's, uh, I mean, um, we we got lucky about, uh, you know, being approved only for, for, for commerce because right now they don't allow you to be partner if you don't take more than you need to take more than one technology like um marketing cloud or 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 crm and stuff like that do you feel like that's a breath of fresh air for the team to sort of work on something different Is yes it, definitely do you start to feel that spark again it's the okay hey what's new it's not the it's not sort of the well nothing's really known in magento too you know what's well, it's the it's the new I, th- I feel like anytime new is good Yes, I think that also it's important to understand that not every product is for doing everything. I think that every every single solution has its own market, and I think that uh, Magento it's uh, it's awesome for doing uh, complex and you know B two B sites, for example. That we we have a lot of um, experience on that with our own stack of uh, functionalities and. and and the repository that we have been built for the last five years, and that's pretty nice. But I think that if you want to do retail B two C, I think there's a killer solution out there that it's uh, Salesforce. But I think that you know, I'm, I'm, we just following and trying to be more open and trying to to grow as the company grows in in opportunities. We cannot have constraints about uh, any technology right now. We need to to move on. I think that we need to move on. There are a couple of more options that we're taking a look into. You're an outstanding person, and um, I'm very um, humbled to have you as, as a friend. So, uh, well, I think you're my friend. You probably don't. So, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for being around. I can't wait. I can't wait to give you a hug. We always hug, um, and I I can't wait to uh, to see you again. I'll, as soon as Spain reopens, let me know and I will book the first flight over there. You are top of my list to come and see and uh, and get to see you. I'm actually going to England in a few weeks, so I'm getting closer. Actually, I'm planning a, a, a trip to Texas, uh, to Austin. Oh, yeah. Well, come and stay. Come and stay. Let's have the biggest party you've ever had in your life. That's pretty big to say, huh? That's pretty big to say. Trust me, mate. 
I if I if I was going big before, I'm going okay. Yeah, five x big this time. That's where we're going. So we need to party. You know that I love you too. Uh, you have been an inspiration for me and uh, all my colleagues in the company. I always take you as an example in, in many things. And uh, it's always a pleasure to me talking to you. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you need to be proud about all the spirit that you yeah, that you put in place in every every single uh, individual that is working for you and, and your company. Yeah, I think that you, that you put an energy in things that are... Uh, above any line and, and standard and any any other CIO that I that I that I made in my life. Thank you, mate. Likewise. And I and I'm really looking forward to meet you again and all you guys, you know, I have a beard and that, uh, you know, uh, uh, smelling back about the, you know, talking about this period in a couple of years. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Take care, mate. Big kiss, everyone, okay? <laughs> Big kiss to you. Take care, mate.